Good morning and happy Friday to everyone. This is Kat, if you have not met uh, with Kat's on chat. This is one of our Living by Design episodes. And Jeffrey is going to be joining us in a minute here, but we had a little uh, technical difficulty, so he'll be popping in in a minute. Our topic today is how to create some tips. We're going to give you five to seven tips, depending on time, on how to create your sanctuary, a peaceful, harmonious space at home. And, you know, so many of us work from home, live from home, even maybe homeschool, uh, and so much more. Uh, and it's easy for the, the clutter and chaos and all the activities of home to kind of impede on our peaceful space. So hopefully you'll walk away with some tips today and please do share some of yours uh, as well. Uh, T.S. Eliot was quoted as saying, home is where one starts from. And that was kind of the nemesis for the show. Uh, in the beginning, it was all things real estate. Now it's Cat's Home Chat, all things home because really doesn't everything start the home? It really, really, really does. So let's get into the first tip. Um, it might be uh, kind of obvious. I think it's obvious to all of us and a challenge to all of us, and that is to declutter. So how does that help us feel more harmonious? I know for me, when things are in disarray and there's lots of clutter for any length of time, my mind starts to feel cluttered. So obviously I'm not in a peaceful, creative or productive state when I'm constantly thinking of, oh my gosh. For me, it's the entry, the entryway being a small business, staging a design business, we often have things delivered here. So it's kind of a mini uh, warehouse receiving until it gets to our warehouse. So I have to consciously uh, be aware of that and constantly be working on that because when we enter the home um, and uh, on declutter, I want to give a couple of props to a couple of ladies who've been past guests uh, of mine on the show. You can see their full episodes on our YouTube channel. And if you haven't subscribed, please go to Tada by Cat on YouTube and subscribe. And I believe there's, this is the 86th episode, so there's 85 episodes on there from varying topics. And you can see uh, Day, uh, Simplicity by Day. Um, actually, I don't know if she's been a guest yet. I, if you have not Day, I know you have to. But at any rate, her and I have connected. She is an organization uh, guru, not only for your home, your space, your closets, but digitally as well. And, and that's very intriguing to me because uh, I don't know about you, but it's a challenge on the tech side to keep things organized in folders and digitally organized. Um, if you're spending time hunting for stuff, you want to hook up for a day. D-A-I, and her business is Simplicity by Day. Hey, Day. <laughs> and then on the Feng Shui ability, which is going to integrate in these several points that we're going to talk about today, um, you know, clutter is, is a part of, and decluttering is a part of energy and flow, which is you know, the ancient old art of Feng Shui. Most of us can kind of assess and feel when something's not right. Um, I'll give you an example. Um, if you 
build a pool too close to the backside of your home. Let's say it's a breakfast area. Your people are going to have a sense of unease. Um, it's it's impeding on their safety sensibility. So, you know, that's something mm -hmm. to consider. And again, you know, walking up and the entryway is so, so, so important um, as the energy flows into your space. Um, people, yourself, guests enter the space. Um, you don't want to impede that with clutter that's going to give them dis-ease as well. One point that Actually, I, I made this mistake not too long ago in a long hallway on an entry, is don't put a mirror, although we love mirrors, and that's another way, another tip you can do to increase uh, the light and the energy in your space is to use mirrors. Mirrors can be magic, but what you don't want to do is put a mirror at the very, as you enter, you see the mirror that reflects the energy out of the home. So put it to the side. We do that quite often in staging and design. It's a psychological and a feng shui ability uh, technique because people see themselves coming and going. And then always think about the reflection. Ideally, if you can reflect a beautiful painting on the opposite wall or a tree, whether it's real or faux, and we're gonna talk about a greenery in a minute, uh, the, even the outdoors. Uh, so what the mirror reflects uh, is as important as where it's placed, etc. So mirrors can be magic. Um, use mirrors. Um, get my hubs connected here. Nope, not connected yet. Uh, so let's talk about, so we talked about mirrors and de declutter. Uh, let's talk about greenery, something close to my heart. Uh, one of our divisions, Cat's Eye and Decor, uh, recently, the last year, uh, creates custom biophilic, which is uh, preserved mosses in custom shapes, sizes, etc. And <clears throat> excuse me, whether the beauty of those, of course, is that you don't have to have a drain thumb because I don't, so there's no watering um, or killing it. Uh, but it does. Studies have shown that it it exudes and creates the same harmonic, peaceful vibration in our psyche when we see greenery. Again, whether it's faux or real, um, it does the same thing. Uh, so have greenery, have some type of greenery in every room. It softens the space. It just, it's like giving you a warm hug in every room that you walk into. Uh, you can be so deluged with, you know, the, the linear walls and ceilings and doors and everything is uh, even furniture, although now we're seeing this design trends, mm -hmm. uh, more curvature spaces, more organically flowing, which is just lovely and wonderful. Um, but let's add some plants to that as well. Okay, we're going to add Jeffrey here. Welcome, Jeffrey. I'm here. Can you hear me? He's here. <laughs> everything sound good? Uh, yep. Let me turn my volume up a little, but I'm sure everybody can hear you. I had my volume down, but I can hear you good. So uh, welcome, Jeffrey. He's the man behind our weekly streams. And um, <laughs> and he's uh, joining me today to uh, uh, contribute, you know, because we both uh, work, live, love, <laughs> eat, share, <laughs> co-raise a grandchild in our home. And 
you know, all the more today our homes are sanctuaries um, and we want to keep them sanctuaries. And because we do so much in our homes today, it, it can be even more of a challenge to um, create a harmonious utopia. But I think as we raise our level of consciousness and just be aware of it, we can keep it in check. As I mentioned, we challenge with the entry because we're shipping and receiving. So that's a constant challenge, but I'm, I'm good. We're constantly investing in more uh, furniture and decor for our clients, mm -hmm. and, and that's a good thing. But we need to keep draw those lines. So let's talk about if you're, you know, I know a lot of my friends and colleagues now are doing a hybrid to where they work at home and they go in a couple of days a week. You don't always have that carved out space. You're doing it maybe on the kitchen table or you know on a laptop on your bed or the sofa. And if you've got little munchkins, you know, or multiple people living in the home, that can be even more of a challenge. So we're going to do a segment. Actually, I think I'm going to do a video not uh, in the not too future about different options for creating some creative uh, spaces for you to work, whether it's converting a closet and doing a drop-down uh, desk, a niche, doing a niche under the stairwell. You know, there's lots of creative ways that you can create that workspace so that you can be most creative. And Jeff, why don't you share with our audience a little bit uh, about recharging, having that space to recharge? Because again, whether you're just, you know, two spouses like us, or you've got, you know, and we've got four dogs too. So whatever energy, it's all energy that you have in your space, kids, elderly parents, grandkids, pets, it can be overwhelming sometimes with your schedules to really uh, take the time and energy and action to create a space to recharge. So uh, what, what, do, what would you like to say about that, Jeff? I learned a, a while back when I was studying under a master poly zinc that regards to having a space that you could be really still and be quiet in. One of the key factors I think a lot of people are not uh, recognizing is how um, chaotic the home life is energy wise um, because of a variety of different reasons, uh, not only because of living beings that includes pets and whatnot, but it's just um, the amount of stuff we're, we're i think at this type of um behavior of hoarding is no longer just for some people not thinking correctly we're seeing a lot of people and this has to do with you know the consumer uh buying and you know just everything's replaceable now we have disposable income buy more stuff and pretty soon there's more stuff and more stuff and then you're getting everything into a storage unit and yet there's still stuff in the house. The problem with um, having too much stuff in the house is that that's energy too. And, and most folks are just not taking that in consideration. So when you're having that much, it's really hard to declutter or defrag your mind. And, and this is something that when you're sitting in high, this is highly recommended that you find a spot that is energy, um, strong that it's clear that it's flowing you can feel it you know it's a comfortable feeling you have to learn to trust that and then um having five to ten minutes of stillness just sit and think 
let your mind go, but don't, you know, think like, oh, what am I having for lunch? Oh, I'm going to pick up the kids for three. Stop doing that. Clear your mind. And that Let's can be, be hard to do, and especially if you have small children or teenagers, early teenagers. But I like that you, you know, break it down to five minutes. And um, I'm going to be doing a segment on, on breathing and the different techniques of breathing. But that is just so key and integral. You know, if you say, oh, I can't meditate, thoughts come in my mind, etc. You really need to recharge. You need to gift yourself. You know, self-care is so important. Even if you have to go in the bathroom to do it, you don't have any other space. And the kids and people know, you know, it's locked, mom's busy, dad's busy, or whatever, and they'll come in or don't knock. Um, but breathing, we can do really, which is why I love it, is I do it quite a bit while I'm driving. Um, I do intentional, what I call 444 breathing. There's other uh, uh, counts that you can do that do similar to that but we really need to oxygenate our bodies. And when we do that, the mind automatically slows down to um, really clear the, the mental and energetic clutter that Jeff was talking about. Well, well you know, it's not just mental. I think, I think a lot of um, folks are not taking into consideration that this feeling this instinctive feeling like i said you got to sit and you know you know that relaxation that that openness this because it does i think will affect all of us on a cellular level most people are just thinking that hey whatever my brain is processing and that's it and now there's so much more coming out in regards to how much our human possibilities are being uh, not talked about so therefore uh, the things that we have, the perceptions, the, the gut instincts, the connect to the source of one or whatever, that the, the higher source of self to get clarity when you're praying. These things are now having to be relooked at, I believe, in a total different manner because of it's cellular. You know, everything that we have um, is much more, I think, denser. I believe it's much more in detail. And well, frankly, God doesn't make junk. So there's no such thing as unused junk DNA just sits around. That That is a fallacy that I think the establishment try to sell because they don't want people to all of a sudden start understanding about who they are and what they can do. And everybody because, maybe they, because maybe they won't need the drugs or maybe they won't need the, You know, we are so powerful, uh, our thoughts, are so incredibly how they actually can change DNA. Um, it, it's it's just it's just amazing. I was having a conversation actually with my sister the other day, and I couldn't remember the book that Judith Judith Olaf wrote. And then you know, I'm like, why does that sound so familiar? Well, because of all of the books that I have read in you know 30, 40 plus years, uh, this book, The Ecstasy of Surrender. You can see that Ecstasy of Surrender by Judith Holop has was just one of the most aha um, life-changing books for me. But just a just a poignant, well-written reminder uh, that you know God's got this. And to not, you know, when we're type A personalities, we raised our life on a survival mode so that we didn't get killed or beat up or <laughs> other things. 
uh, and then that translates into you know high producing type A. Okay, outside sales did very well because I was and that served me well then, being a single mom of three. But in my transformation and my ascension, I this is what resonated with me, and that is to release and to let go. What a uh, what a peace of mind uh, when for me when I got to that point. To, to be still, uh, to connect with source, uh, to have clear intentions. It doesn't mean you just go, okay, God, big deal with me. <laughs> you know, that, that's not what it means. Uh, it means to have clear intention and then let it go. Don't worry about the details. Don't worry about the details because God's got the details. Source, whatever you call your uh, higher power. Uh, has got the details and it's amazing how for me and I know others when I came to that place how <laughs> miracles happen and still do every single day and I think you know the, the more you um, the more you ask for the more you're shown and um, and I don't know if we're getting off topic because I, I don't think we are because everything is from home. It starts, you know, home is, is where the heart is. Heart is where home is. It's a safe haven. It's where we recharge, rejuvenate, connect, all of those things. So I'm going to move right into, we talked about uh, greenery. We talked about declutter. We want to connect with um, simplicity by day for that. Uh, Feng Shui we talked a little bit. And Jenny actually from Three Frog Design was an alumni guest. Reach out to her because she is the queen of uh, Feng Shui, um, a specific style of Feng Shui, which I, I don't remember what it's called right now. She can share with you, but reach out to her or go on our YouTube channel and seek out her episode. Great insight, great wisdom on Feng Shui and how you can up-level your home from some very simple uh, Feng Shui principles, okay? Uh, so let's move on to, um, we talked about a sacred space, to carve out a sacred space. Um, so we're going to do six and seven. We're going to end with seven. Six, um, have things in your space that, um, that you love, that bring you comfort. You know, don't seek out to have your home look like better homes and gardens. And, you know, like we had a modern mid-century sofa for a while. It's like, it was so uncomfortable. Look great. But... Oh my gosh. The, the only upside was it, it made it so I didn't fall asleep on it very long. I went to bed <laughs> for a decent time. But you want that comfy chair. You want that comfy sofa. You want something that just says, gives you a big hug when you sit in it and, and you feel embraced by the comfort of it. Have things around uh, that mean something to you. I'm not talking about every single thing your kids you know, a rank is made for you know, 20 years or whatever, too many tchotchkes, because then it translates into clutter. But have things that mean something special to you. You know, I do staging and design. And the big difference in staging and design is in staging, I'm staging for the market, for the potential buyer, for the demographic, sociographic, price point, etc. I don't really care too much what the seller likes, because that's not really important. Um, staging is the most strategic and measurable marketing tool you can have to sell your home for more money in less time. But design, on the other hand, is all about you. Now, yes, you should use, uh, you know, design elements uh, so that um, 
so that you're not living in discourse. You have a nice pleasing color palette. You don't have colors and designs of furniture that's competing with each other. So yes, you need to have some design elements um, to help put that joyful, cohesive space together. But you want things that speak about you, that tell who you are when you enter the space, when your family and friends enter the space. Um, so have things that you love. And then we're going to uh, wrap up with, we've got about 10 minutes left here, um, really, really good, uh, with uh, both one of our uh, favorite, we're going to talk about actually, actually two things, smell and sound. So I'm going to touch on smell first, and I'm going to let Jeffrey wrap up with sound. You know, we live and breathe with all of our senses, and that's no different than selling a home. We, we want to make sure that it uh, uh, is attractive to all the senses because you know, buyers are going to justify the price with emotion, and those emotions are all integrated and distilled into what they see, what they hear, what they smell, what they feel, comes down to what they feel. So it's, it's emotion. Um, so but when we live in our home, you know, it affects us as well. I'm very sensitive, always have been. <laughs> I've been married 25 years this year. <clears throat> um, and he knows, you know, my nose is <clears throat> very, <laughs> very, very sensitive. And we have four dogs. <laughs> so all the more, I really have to pay attention to controlling the smells. Um, that's hard to do when you're living and working in the space because you, you acclimate and you don't smell what other, other people can walk in and go, So I constantly will leave the space, or even I told Jeff this morning, when I come out of the bedroom, I'm like, okay, we got a little, uh, you know, sniffing around and cleaning to do because I can smell doggy, and I don't want my house smelling like doggy, although I love my doggies. <laughs> so, um, so there's things that you can do, of course. There's essential oils, diffusers. We use those a lot. Sanitizing, cleaning, all of those things. That's the best thing that you can do. The one thing I encourage you not to do is don't go out and buy those smelly goodies, we used to call them, um, that are chemicals. And I think they've gotten smart. I think even Glade has gone out there and made ones with essential oil. Most of them, though, guys, are small portion of essential oil. They're trying to get on the... Um, you know, coattails of your essential oil co uh, companies that sell the pure stuff. So watch out on that. I've got a simple hack for you. I've shared this uh, a couple of years ago. If you have those old dispensers that plug in the wall, you can take it apart, pull out the wick, clean it, saturate it in, it, and it doesn't have to be expensive because I know everything's so expensive at the store now. It doesn't have to be your organic you know, $10 an ounce um, vanilla, but it can just be the big, you know, box, uh, big box size. Put that in the bottle, put your wick back up and plug it in the wall and ta-da, so my ta-da tip for this episode, you've got an organic, healthy, smelly goodie that you can put in, you know, various rooms where you would like it to smell and who doesn't like the smell of vanilla? Um, you know, one thing that I think is really disturbing is when you walk in and, and someone's got smelly goodies with that real noxious, flowery, you know, chemically uh, ridden um, commercial plugins, and it it's obvious that they're trying to uh, hide something. 
you know, cover up something else, and you, you, you can't cover it up. You've got to get to the source and clean it and put something organic. Is my opinion on that. So, so smells. Pay attention uh, to the smells. Um, and there, another trick, real quick trick you can do is if you have a like I've got one of those little mini crock pots. You can put your vanilla in that. Um, whether you're selling or dwelling, plug it in, and it'll fill your home uh, with the smell as if you're baking fresh cookies. <laughs> So, um, another tip. So, Jeffrey, let's wrap it up with sound. Well, sound is uh, one of the things that I think uh, we all know when it's becoming, let's say, distraction or irritating. I, you know, the guys outside mowing the yard, blowing the leaves, um, dogs barking. While we're doing the show. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and, and this is, you know, the common people uh, or common uh, so-called noise pollution. One of the things that everyone should take consideration is that because our so-called everything is energy driven, that how we assimilate our energy is multifaceted. So far, everybody thinks that we get our energy from eating drinking, working out, and sleeping. But, you know, sometimes maybe, yeah, you know, uh, twin flame making love, that brings energy, meditation brings energy. One of the key, easiest ways to bring energy is to find positive frequency that vibrates harmoniously to your house and to your body and run that sound frequency and what that will do is that will harmonize and basically fill your room and we've been doing sound therapy for years and the so-called benefits i i can't even begin to tell you in, in a, even this half hour shift it, the benefits are great because it's just absorbed through your entire body you know so it's just like like when you go to an event, whether it be a, a religious revival, rock concert, or you know a, a sporting event where you feel that synergistic, you feel the sound, you feel that energy, everything coming, and it changes your emotional state. And it's because it was driven to do that. Now, if you purposefully use sound and drive that, then you will have a much more clear, more serene, more peaceful living environment. Well, what I think a lot of people are not understanding is, let's just say this, you know, uh, okay, I'm going to listen to my classic rock, and then I'm going to go home, and I'm going to put on my classic rock, and everything's going, and uh, I'm still living like I'm 17 years old. Well, let's let's really look at this, and, and I know I'm being very specific here. If you're putting on a Black Sabbath album, you're not relaxing, okay? You're putting on an Iron Maiden record, you're not relaxing. So I hope you understand why there are certain things. Just what happened? Why is my life in this kind of chaotic array? Why am I not feeling like I'm in control? It's because you're putting in elements that is meant to disturb. So think and, about it. And, and this, guys, if you're listening, uh, it's this isn't woo-woo stuff, okay? Science bat has backed this up. I just read a study, you know, where they played... Uh, classical music to plants, the plants flourished and grew, grew 10 times. 
I mean, this affects all living organisms and of course, you know, our living organism. So what does that look like? You can Google uh, different hertz and there's actually... Um, Dr. Emoto. Dr. Emoto? Well, he, he's on water, huh? Well, I mean, plants is water. We're water. Yes, yes. If you're familiar with the book 369, I don't have it out here, but he outlines all the different hurts. So there's different hurts you can play for healing, for but the overall, overall well-being to raise your vibrational energetic field is 432. Is that correct? 432 hertz is harmonizing. There's other frequencies that yes. bring a higher level. Let, let me just say this. I had an injury from playing sports and I started using sound therapy and I felt myself rejuvenating and repairing every day. In less than a week, my injury was basically back to non-existent. And And does does the body do that normally? You betcha it does. But what you're doing is you're giving your body, your energetic field body a boost when you're, when you're, you know, wrapping it with this positive uh, sound energy. And, you know, as Jeff said, you, if you come into our home anytime, it's in the background, uh, it's in the background playing. Uh, yeah, it's, it's done with intention. Yeah. So, so that, that's the key. But yeah. it, it, and, you know, let's say this, Dr. Yamoto's research is about, you know, how human consciousness could affect um, water molecules on molecular structure of water in, in, you know, being plants, living beings, everything's so full of water. So it is- percent of the planet is water, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so if our consciousness can intently do that, then we really have to pay attention how we can use it for our benefit and not just aimlessly kind of, you know, not caring and then all of a sudden yeah, you're bringing in the kind of energy and results that you don't want. You know, one of the things that I would say, there's been superstitions, uh, especially in Chinese culture, that, you know, you don't say certain things. You don't, you can't do this on New Year's. You know, and a lot of it has to do with words and frequency. Think about that, you know. So, so, let's, so let, me, let me elaborate on that. That's going to elaborate to Dr. Moda, not to cut you off, but just to, to, to piggyback on that, Jeff, uh, for for folks who are not, you know, really versed in Dr. Moto or the power of thoughts. So Dr. Moto's book on water, in simplistic terms, he has proven through high-powered microscopic the power of thoughts, that you can infuse your water with thoughts, negative, and the, 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 uh, under the microscope, it looks all like this, like a heavy metal concert. Conversely, you can infuse your water with positivity, with love, with light, and, and it shows up under the microscope as beautiful snowflakes. Now, I get chills just sharing that, okay? Uh, you can do the same thing with crystals. I just started infusing my water with um, with crystal, um, with crystals, which um, have proven to do the same thing. So we're running right at thir- a little over 31 minutes I, I want to, unless you have something to say on that, Jeff, I wanted to just get into sound uh, on, on what we put on the TV and how that affects us. Did you want anything to wrap um, up? I, I don't think we have enough time to actually go through that. I just know this. There, okay. There's a lot of references and resources out there. YouTube is one of them that does a lot of sound therapy channels. 
it's up to you to take the time to kind of really understand frequency, hertz, okay? And even vibration becomes, uh, it's not necessarily always sound, even light is a vibration, it's a frequency. And if we were to analyze that under a scope, believe it or not, color and light actually will emit a, 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 a tonal vibration that we can actually hear. This is what, you know, a lot of people say, hey, I could hear music, I could see color. That's not a freak of nature. That is actually a given. It's just yeah. that a lot of us don't practice it. So with that being the case, I, I highly encourage everyone to just start to do their own research. Definitely understand human consciousness that affects, you know, molecules. With Dr. Yamoto, it's a great way to start. 432 hertz, understanding what that's about. And just go down that rabbit hole. Pretty soon you'll find what you like about it. And then bring it into your life and start changing your life for the better. Absolutely. Thanks for that, uh, for that, Jeff. And I hope that whoever's listening, please share this if you have a mind to, that some of these tips will help you to uh, harmonize your home into your own personal utopia uh, so that you can feel that warm hug when you walk into your space and your haven. Um, I'm going to be doing an episode, so stay tuned, on cluttering, but how cluttering, decluttering your mind is just as beneficial as decluttering your home and how you can do both. Until the next episode, thank you so much. Hope you all have a wonderful, fantastic, safe, beautiful, uh, love-filled, light-filled weekend. And as always, stay positive, stay hopeful, and stay connected. And thanks for connecting with me and Jeff today.